0: We are talking about, again, we are talking about Marvel stuff last time. Mm-hmm. It looks like we're going to be talking about Marvel stuff and DC again, but this time because, I don't know, it matters. We like Marvel. I mean, I already said it, I'm tired of it, but I know John loves or likes the Marvel stuff. He still goes to the movies and watch them. Robert, I don't know about you. Do
1: you even care? I mean, I like the Marvel stuff. I think it was better Phases 1 and 2 versus now. But yeah, I I like it.
2: Yeah, there's definitely been a steep decline in quality. After Infinity War, it's like they blew their whole load on that one. (laughs) Yeah, they really did.
0: So it's like Phase 1 and 2 were like Slipknot's first two albums and then just went downhill?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that a good comparison?
0: Would you use Slipknot's first two albums or is there another band? Weezer, there we go. Yep. yep. I don't That's know Weezer's fair. first two albums. Blue album and Pinkerton. Yeah. Those were the Pink- good
2: ones and the rest sucked? Yeah. Gotcha.
1: And I now mean, like, apparently.
0: Well, I mean, I, I liked some Weezer stuff, like I liked the green album, I'll admit, but I know they, they did change big time. After that was Maladroid, which I was like, okay, I don't like this. You know, and it just kept getting lower and lower and lower and lower every album that released. So I think, in my opinion, that's what Marvel became as as for DC, uh i admit I like a lot of DC stuff, but the way they were making these movies, it seems like they were rushing everything. Mm-hmm. You're like Zack, yeah. that, Zack Snyder's making something, or right? we gotta follow up with something. And Zack's like, dude, I got a plan. They're like, No nah, man, we got
2: this. They had to keep up with Marvel.
1: Yeah. And and see, Marvel took the time across like what, eight films? to build their entire universe, and DC was just like, we can do it in three.
0: Yeah, because um was it a Don, Dawn of Justice, which is Batman v. Superman. I remember when I first heard that, I'm like, there's no way they're going to call the movie Batman v. Superman. I'm already thinking about Alien versus Predator.
1: No, but see, they changed it up. They dropped the S.
0: Oh, yeah, so it's V. But yeah, that was supposed to be the sequel to Man of Steel, mm-hmm. Batman v. Superman. And you know, I mean, I do like that they were just like, oh, Batman's already been a thing because I'm tired of his fucking origin already. So I'm glad that it that it went that direction, but didn't straight up like, oh, wait, he's going to fight Superman.
1: Yeah, I like that there was a catalyst, like somebody that orchestrated that fight between them because they're not natural enemies.
0: But yeah, it was a big rush mess. Yeah, but Bruce Wayne doesn't trust uh, Superman at all. He just doesn't trust anyone. That's why he and made brother right. <laughs> <laughs> well and, yeah, he's
2: got a backup plan to take down everybody. That's true.
1: Like I, I like that they portrayed uh, Bruce Wayne as having a vendetta against Superman because of like all the shit he wrecked in Metropolis, and like you know he killed some of his people with yeah, his.
0: Act. He, he was, but he was forced to though. He Batman, still saw Batman him. should have seen right. that though. Batman should have seen like all right, this guy was forced to. He was protecting he He was trying he was trying to protect
1: us. Yep, he does eventually.
2: Yeah, he let them get away with a lot of shit before he decided to kill him.
1: Yeah, initially he's just pissed because like, you know, one of his like best employees died. Actually a lot of his employees died in that.
0: Was it that his best employee or just that an employee died?
1: (laughs) I mean either way you look at it, he knew the guy by
0: name. I mean, it just seems like shit. Like I don't. I wish, I wish George would have died. He doesn't do much.
1: <laughs> yeah, George is always standing around the water cooler. But he killed Bill. I'm gonna fucking Fuck. take him down.
2: Fuck this guy. Bill has the Fuck. best birthday parties in the office. Yeah, well, he's when, he's
1: rightfully suspicious of like uh, beings from other planets. Well, I think that's what Bruce Wayne got right.
0: There's there's some stuff that came out surrounding DC. DC, MCU, Disney, Warner Brothers, and we're talking about this because, again, it's stuff that we like. It could either be good for me, for the future of these uh, movies, with MCU and the DCEU, or it could be bad for people who like it, because, again, I'm not a fan, but I do know there are still people that love the way things are going right now. Like, they're loving, they love Phase 3 and 4. I didn't even know we were in Phase 4.
1: Yeah, uh, I think they're calling it Phase Bore. Yeah,
0: yeah, people are calling it (laughs) Phase Bore. I don't know. It it seems like people don't like these movies, but they find something to like. Like, oh, well, this guy was cool. This character was cool. The rest of the movie was
1: trash. If there's four heroes in the movie, they get one of them right.
0: You're going to have to lead us in here, man. So what's going on? What's going on in Hollywood? Or what's going on with DC
1: and Marvel? Okay. So apparently The Rock attempted a takeover of the DC Extended Universe when he got the role of Black Adam. And uh both the director of the Shazam sequel and the actor, Zachary Levi, that plays Shazam, say that, like, they both kind of got snubbed because apparently The Rock refused to include Shazam in a cameo even though they're like natural freaking uh you know rivals or foils or however you want to phrase it, like like they both got their powers from the same source. Yeah. So it's it it's kinda shitty that he insisted, no, we've got to use Henry Cavill to do the cameo, not Zachary Levi, who plays Shazam. So he insisted on that, even though Henry Cavill I don't know if he's out. If he's in, he's out. No, no, he's, he's gone.
0: He, he's gone for sure.
1: Uh, like it seems like every week, I hear like or I see a different news article that's like, "Oh, Henry Cavill's returning," and then yeah, it's like, no, "Oh, no. Henry no, Cavill's back out."
0: He came back, and then like a month later, it's like, "Oh yeah, he's gone" because James Gunn's uh, universe is not going to include him, and James yeah, Gunn's taking over DC.
1: See that's the other thing. Like DC lacks consistency in their movies. Yeah, like they can't decide which they can't get out of their own way. They can't decide which direction they want to go. Yeah,
2: like, the Rutgers they kind have, of fucked it up. They, they kind of let him walk all over them. Well, like,
0: what they I have, think what well, I think what fucked it all up too was uh them suddenly going the injustice way. They shouldn't have done that. But I mean that that was, I guess um, Snyder's vision. He wanted to do the whole injustice story, but mm-hmm. whatever.
1: Which, if they'd have stuck with it, that would have been fine. People would have bought in. But then Warner Brothers wants to come in and, like, fuck with his creative vision. It's like, let DC be the foil to Marvel. Like, Marvel has all these, like, lighthearted movies. Like, what? Black Widow and Iron Man died. In all of the Marvel movies, those are the only two that really died. Like, and DC could have been... The counterpart to that by being like, you know, the R rated, the dark superhero films. Yeah. They could have, they could have done that, but they backpedaled on it. I read years ago, before the original Justice League came out, that they set a hard limit on the runtime for the Justice League movie with Zack Snyder at two hours. And he's like, but wait, I've got like way more story to tell than two hours can fit. And then, he doesn't get to make his movie because his daughter fucking committed suicide and he had to leave the film and they brought in Joss Whedon and Joss Whedon does all these fucking reshoots and he makes it like this campy, like 1966 Batman movie.
0: Like, like I like, I like Whedon. I like, I like the stuff he's done and I like, oh, he did the first Avengers
1: movie. Yeah. And he did Buffy and he did Firefly.
0: Well, I mean first we get well, we get to focus that he did the first Avengers movie. I mean it was good.
1: Yeah, no that movie was quality, but it was because he was playing into an already well-established universe. What he missed in making his version of Justice League was that there was only two other movies before that. Like they hadn't built up the universe around it. They hadn't established the universe.
0: Yeah, I think going straight into Dark Side was kind of a big mistake too. Like that was pretty yeah. fast. Like it took a long time for everyone to go up against Thanos, at Thanos, however you
1: want to say it. Yeah, like the, the, what he had a cameo, a CGI cameo at the end of Avengers in a post-credit scene, and then yeah, like all of a sudden, like what we're teasing Dark Side in the second Superman movie, and I think Wonder Woman might have come out like in between. Uh, Batman v Superman and Justice League, but oh,
0: she she came out in Batman v Superman.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, out of no, nowhere. She was... But then, but then they they gave Wonder Woman the standalone movie, which was a great movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, the Wonder Woman mo- the Wonder Woman movie was badass, except for '84, which sucked. But the first '84 oh, Woman...
1: was god awful.
0: Yeah, no, the first one was epic and. At first I was very iffy about what's her name, Gal Gadot? Gadot. Godot. I was very iffy about her playing Wonder Woman and when I saw her in Batman v Superman, I was like, Alright, she's All right. fucking cool. It's
1: like I'm so yeah.
0: and then I was ready for the Wonder Woman movie. And I liked it. I fucking loved it.
1: Yeah, no the the first Wonder Woman was great and it was great for like one of the reasons that we've we've talked about when discussing like heroines in movies. She didn't lose her feminine side. She was still emotional. She was still like, you know, feminine. She, she kept that aspect of herself while still being a badass, which is something that I think like, and you know, we've, we've touched on this before is like a lot of times like Hollywood has this tendency to portray females as like these stoic badasses and the mineral. Always the one that had the
0: emotions. Well, since we're sidetracking way off right now, we need to get back to how we got here, and that's with Shazam. So you're mentioning the men. And this is all drama with men. With mm-hmm. The Rock, Zachary Levy, and damn it, dude, I forgot I forgot the director. David the name. Sandberg. Yeah, Sandberg, there we go. Yeah. And like, like... Because I know Sandberg wanted Zachary Levy in it. But The Rock mm-hmm. told him no.
1: Yeah. So he the had a Ro- like is trying to force this like Superman versus Shazam thing. How many movies have they made now in the, this DC extended universe? It's like five or six. Well, well six. we gotta
0: start. We gotta start from the beginning. There's a uh, Man of Steel,
1: Batman v Superman, uh, Justice League. Well, wait, wait wait, was, got, wait,
0: wait before the lead up to that Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Justice oh, League, it's like eight. Aquaman. Totally well, forgot about Suicide Squad. Yeah, and then that's, that's does connected.
1: Suicide Squad?
0: Well, no that that's out of that universe, even though it involves some characters.
1: Oh yeah, it was like build as some like weird soft reboot sequel kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So seven movies, well, seven movies in, and and the well, rock. Well, is well, already-
0: you're you're also forgetting Shazam because Shazam was also tied to it. Okay, and then we're also having Aquaman too, which is still tied to it. <laughs> Which is not out yet, and Flash, which is not tied to or which is tied to it, but not out yet either.
1: Okay, so e- even at this point, like why is the Rock pushing for Superman versus Black Adam?
0: Well, cause for one, Superman's a big name in DC, like just comic books in general. There's a lot of people, like especially on YouTube, uh even Twitter, that were saying, Well, it's obvious the rock did this to try and get more people to come see his movie. And he knows how big of a following Henry Cavill has.
1: Well, yeah, because he's awesome.
0: Yeah, so they're saying, you know, oh, it's obvious The Rock did that. He did it to push his movie and get more sales. And that's why they tease the whole, oh, Henry Cavill's going to be, or he might be in it. Which he does come out at the end. Was it like after credits, end credits?
1: I, I, I still haven't been able to finish the Black Adam movie because it it was honestly fucking boring.
0: It was the end credits. Because I know, I don't know how many years ago it was, but what's his name? Tyrese from Fast and the Furious? Mm-hmm. I think I told you guys about it. He, he came out on social media. I think it was Instagram, talking shit. Like He wouldn't name him directly, but he was talking about how he's not happy with a certain person coming into the Fast and the Furious family and trying to take it over. And Vin Diesel replied to him like agreeing and saying that they're that, you
1: know, they're the original family. And see and, the same thing happened with this movie on Instagram. Oh, yeah. The, he the Yeah. Posted some shit. And then Zachary Levi was like, yeah, the man speaks truth or some I'm paraphrasing. But yeah, he's, he said something to that effect. Like this dude came in and tried to like bust up everything.
0: I just think The Rock just wants a spotlight for himself no matter what he fucking does. I mean, he yeah. seems like a cool dude. He really does. But judging off of what happened on Fast and the Furious and what's happening right now, it, it just seems like the dude just wants it all for himself. He wants to be the center of attention. Yeah.
1: It's a fucking homewrecker, man. He took your like, title. Not specifically homewrecker, but like it's it's the same like character type. And oh, there's, there's fuck that off, fucking that was a low again. blow. That was a fucking low blow, asshole.
0: There's that fucking rooster again. Homewrecker Robert. <laughs> Homewrecker Robert.
1: Man.
0: No, but well yeah, um I, I think it's pretty fucked up because I, I was I still want to see Shazam too. I haven't seen it. I loved the first one. I think honestly it's the best thing out of all DC universe, like uh extended universe. I really like the Snyder cut, though I think it's fucking uh-huh. ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous for it to be four fucking hours. It, it should it have it been like a two parter.
1: That would have been cool. But Yeah. Yeah. I, like like they did with uh Harry Potter. They they did Deathly Hallows part one and then released Deathly Hallows Part Two. That's what they should have done with uh Zack Snyder's Justice
2: League. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a lot better than a fucking four hour movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, but, I liked it. I
0: liked it. It was great. But it should have been it should have been split in two.
1: Well, if you get the Blu-ray, like, the first Blu-ray is the first half, and then it's like, oh, you you intermission. Blu-ray? Yeah.
0: I do 4K, yo. What the fuck are you doing? No,
1: you can get a 4K Blu-ray. <laughs> Jesus. Big times. But, yeah, I, I got the, uh, I think it was a Blu-ray, and then it had, it was two discs, and then it had, like, the digital copy. That you could get off of Voodoo or whatever.
0: It's like four gigs. One <laughs> one gig an hour. <laughs> no, but yeah, it, it's pretty fucked up The Rock tried to do that. And I'm not happy. The fucking shit's already dead. Okay, because Shazam failed bad at the box office. It just didn't do good. But a lot of people aren't blaming it on, oh, because people don't watch or they don't care about Shazam. No, it failed because Warner Brothers pretty much told everyone. Well, you're you're gonna be watching. We're gonna be telling you a story of a universe that's gonna be wiped out soon, because James Gunn's redoing the entire DC universe. So everything that people are going to watch is for nothing. It's like yeah, you can watch it, but there's gonna it's not gonna continue. You're watching the just whatever's left of what they filmed, and it's gonna be scrapped afterwards. And they're just saying like you just pretty much told your audience not to watch anything then.
1: Yeah, what the fuck is. If you're going to just like reset the entire fucking thing.
0: Yeah. They say like, what, what you just pretty much told your audience not to watch anything from you until the James Gunn universe happens,
1: which probably won't happen if they don't make a successful fucking film.
0: And that's why it's, it's also kind of fucked up with the, uh, with the whole Ezra Miller controversy. And, you know, a lot of people are pissed. Like, okay, you have Ezra Miller here. Who's been doing some fucked up shit in the past, like two years. You got Amber Heard with the whole Johnny Depp thing. But they fired, or not, I mean they fired Cavill, but everyone else who's in it, Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck, they're just not they're just gonna be wiped out. Uh, like, wh- like they were the best parts of this fucking universe. Yeah, but those
1: just, three were the best parts of all of it. Like, Ben Affleck makes a great fucking Batman. Especially, yeah. like, Elder Bruce, like, he, dude, he's so good.
0: Well, I know a lot of people the don't movie. Lo- well, say a lot of people don't like him because oh, it's Ben Affleck. But I mean, I I've always liked Ben Affleck, and he's got that that physique of the yeah. fucking Batman in the comics. Yeah,
1: dude, he was fucking jacked for those movies.
0: You know, like like I, I gotta say, dude, like you know, yeah, I like Christian Bale. I like the Nolan Batman, but Christian Bale's too skinny. Um, mm-hmm. Emo Robert Patterson, or Pat, oh, what, Pattinson. Know, Pattinson, he's <laughs> he's pretty fucking skinny too. But when you see Ben Affleck, you're like, this is comic book Batman right here.
1: Yeah, this is like uh, what's his name, Kevin Conroy, like Batman animated series Batman. Like he he's fucking built.
0: Yeah, like you know Ben Affleck with Conroy's body, that'd be fucking.
2: <laughs> his <laughs> voice. <laughs>
0: That think I might just come out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Batman's Welcome, body... we're
1: glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Batman's
0: body with Kevin Conroy's voice. Like that, that would be like the perfect shit right there.
1: And and see, I feel like the voice change effect that they did on Batman in Batman v Superman and in uh Zack Snyder's Justice League was kinda meant to mimic uh Kevin Conroy's voiceover work in the animated series. RIP.
0: Oh yeah, he died. That sucks. Yeah. But yeah. And speaking of, rest in peace, uh, Lance Reddick too, because he was a great guy.
1: Wait, who are we talking about? I Lance Reddick.
0: He died. Oh. Yeah, he died like just very recently, just this week. Fuck. So again, if anyone has not played Quantum Break, play it. Lance Reddick is really great in it. But, again, back to I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess that's all we gotta say about the whole the Rock and Shazam thing because that's yeah, it's pretty fucked up that he tried to do that. What the fuck, man? Yeah,
1: yeah, it, it is really shitty. Like, like, dude, you're coming into a franchise that is already struggling. Like, obviously, they're not competing well with Marvel, and then you go and just try to like fucking shit all over it and take over the whole goddamn thing. I mean, it they,
0: sucks. It sucks because they should be able to rival Marvel at the box office, but they, they
1: should because they have better characters than Marvel. I mean, it's not I mean, better. Well, characters. well, I mean,
0: we—we, we, no, I guess, the real person to ask right there would be John because he goes and watches I, all the movies on
2: release. So, I mean, I, I try to, or at least within the uh, two weeks or something like that. So, but out if, of all these,
0: out of these two universes, which ones do you prefer?
2: Well. Right now, uh, I I had always liked Marvel. Like you said, I had seen everything as it came out. But was it after phase three? It just all went downhill. I got really bored of the movies. I didn't really care about the characters unless there was going to be some cameo from somebody that was really entertaining early on. Like whenever Wong would show up. But
0: (laughs) I'm in the DC now. You see, that's the thing. Like you said Wong. And that—that's that, what I don't like about what happened to Marvel. That it became just one big comedy sitcom. Basically, it's like every time a lot Wong. Of action out of it. It's like when Wong shows up, there should be a fucking laugh—no, not a laugh track, but like a, an applaud track. You know, whenever Kramer would come in, you hear the crowd go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like he
2: would just slide, slide in into like a room
1: with his fucking epic hair.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I feel like like Wong should be sliding into the
2: scene, and then everybody just starts clapping. He just goes. Oh. It would have been nice if they did that in WandaVision. They're making fun of all the TV shows. But um, back to what you asked. Right now, it's uh, DC for me. Uh, the characters are way more entertaining, and they're not diluted. I'm tired of seeing all the new characters coming in. It just doesn't do it for me anymore. Oh, well, like, like
0: like Marvel's overflowing the audience with a bunch of new faces or just other characters that were out of the uh, the phases?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's they're really respect, like, like... speedrunning through it and shit. Like, you know, you got all the Marvels out now. And, uh, but there's Ironheart already. And they're going to throw all the fucking kings at you that they can find in the, whenever the hell Loki decides to come out. But I, I want to see, I want to see the Flash. Like, I don't even give a shit about Ezra Miller's bullshit. I want to see the Flash because that's supposed to be like the Flashpoint Paradox story. And I fucking love that one. And uh, I want to know who's going to be Reverse Flash because you, you can't have that story without him. Well, it's, it's, it's going to be Ezra Miller. Well, oh, okay. Well, Eobar Thon
0: got surgery to look just like Barry Allen.
2: Forgot about that. I was used to the WV version. Or, yeah,
0: so the, the other Ezra Miller you're WV. seeing in the Flash trailer. PW,
2: not WV. I'm sorry.
0: Well, kind of the same thing. It was like a parent company. But um, the other Ezra Miller you see in the trailer. The other Ezra Miller in the trailer is supposed to be reverse Flash. And see, I
2: thought the
1: best version of Zack Snyder's Justice League was the Justice's Grey edition, where it was done in black and white.
0: I I don't care about that. I mean, I saw it in color. Now, when it was like, oh, he wants to do it in black and white. I'm like, why? Why black and white? I mean, I guess it works for movies that are told that way. But to just be like it was a
2: funny movie, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, just to be like, you know what? I want to do this in black and white. Like, why? So uh, I don't
1: know. To pick up, like, the Sin City fan base, I guess.
2: That's dumb. It feels like less of a noir to me. Sin City worked because it had that, that air to it. I don't know about the spirit, though. I didn't really like that one. Yeah, I didn't
1: care for that one either.
2: Yeah, because
0: there was a point back in the day where I thought, if they did The Walking Dead in black and white, it'd be fucking cool. But that's only me saying it from a comic book reader, you know, like point of
2: view. But no, it, it's good that they made it in color. Black and I white. They did sucked. like the first episode in black and white at some point. Like, please, yeah. Some people.
1: And then done done like a Wizard of Oz bit where like midway through the episode they transferred to color. That could have been cool because I did, think the uh, premiere episode of Walking Dead was like an hour, hour and a half, something like that.
0: One thing I did see that they did black and white good was a, a game called The Saboteur. And it was an EA game back in the late 2000s. It's kind of like a Grand Theft Auto type game. So you play this Irishman who's in France during uh, World War II. And the Nazis... Nazi-occupied France. He's a, he's a race car driver. And he beats a Nazi. And the Nazi gets mad. So... They kidnap him and his friend and torture them, and they kill his friend. But each time they put a bullet into his friend, the world starts losing color until your friend dies and it's black and white. The only color you see is the red on swastikas. Oh, fuck. And you have to liberate parts of of, uh, Paris. So when you liberate a place, color comes back. When you go into a Nazi-occupied area, it's black and white. And that was yeah. done perfectly, man. It was good.
1: Dude, that sounds dope as shit, honestly. Like, what a, a great way to tell a story. Damn.
0: Yeah, it's a good story, too. It's really cool. You're just an Irishman out there just being a terrorist to the Nazis, killing them, blowing them up. It, it's a fun game,
1: dude. It's fun. It's called sabotage. Well, saboteur. Yeah. And because when you see shit like that, yeah, you kind of start... To see things as black and white. Yeah, it, it
0: was cool how like he 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 just lost like he lost all color for the world. Like he just lost, you know, a big piece of himself. It was his friend, and now the only thing he sees is the the colors he hates, and that's red and black and white, which are the Nazi colors.
1: Yeah, and also black and white could illustrate the dichotomy between, uh, you know what's going on and his sense of right and wrong
0: oh, and it played like a grand theft auto game too so oh, an assassin's creed because you can climb walls oh shit yeah that's a fun game but anyways back to the news so we're moving on from the rock thing and now we got to talk about victoria alonso
1: yeah you're gonna have to take the lead on this one because like i i'm confused by the entire thing
0: i was talking to john about this Victoria Alonso, she's uh she was big time, big time producer. And she was running uh Marvel for the Marvel films. She's also the one who said uh she she's the one who named renamed namer to Namor. Yeah, because you know, he's seen Amor. He is without <laughs> love. I'm like no dude, no. <laughs> I hated that. I hated that because for one <laughs> Dude, I, I'm, I'm straight. I, I don't want a fucking hand me down. Like, for one, I don't mind Robbie. You know who Robbie is? Robbie? Robbie Reyes, the new ghostwriter? Uh huh. Well, I don't know if he's a yes. new ghostwriter now, but yeah, like, I don't mind him being ghostwriter No, oh, he's a Mexican. He's ghostwriter. Like, that's cool because, you know, the, 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 the demon chooses. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. So, I mean, that's fine. If they made the Mexican a demon, that'd be stupid, you know, but, but, you know, I don't mind that. But yeah, Namor. Oh, that's stupid, dude. Wakanda, the most powerful nation. They got badass, you know, border patrol. But who's able to get through it? The Mexican by swimming across the water. Oh, and how do they weaken him? They dry his back. that's my problem with having Namor as a uh, Latino. So yeah, that's just me, dude. But she's responsible for that. That's her. That's all her, dude. Well, she's fired. Well, not a lot of people, but uh, a lot of news out- outlets were saying, well, she resigned, and she's leaving. It's like, no, someone with that much power does not resign. It turns out she was fired for breach of contract. She was working with another studio to make Argentina, what, 1985? Or Argentina 85? I mean, she wasn't supposed to. And apparently they were, they were warning her, like, you know, hey, you, you're you're not supposed to be doing this. Because you're under contract and she still did it you know like uh, apparently like some colleagues were telling her like hey uh, isn't this uh isn't this something you should not be doing you know yeah. you're under contract you know this is like she was you know according to sources as you know from the Hollywood reporter she was reminded of her agreement and her breach several times but the campaigning continued so she even appeared on the Oscars right arri- okay so it was that at the Oscars She appeared on the Oscars Arrivals carpet, not as a Marvel executive associate or associated with the studio's multi-nominated Black Panther Wakanda Forever, but rather as Argentina 1985's producer. That's, dude, that. Dude, that's like,
1: that's like, just like, go ahead, try and fire me. Like, what the fuck? You can't do that.
0: Well, like, it pissed off, it pissed off Disney executives because she was promoting Argentina 1985 when she wasn't supposed to. She wasn't even yeah, supposed like, to be working on that movie.
1: It's like, this this, this isn't even our shit. Like, it's not like you're cross-promoting another, like, Disney fucking product. You're you're working with a different studio on this side product. Or side project. And it, you, you're... Well, wait,
0: wow. wait, here's the thing. Wait, wait. Do you think that's an excuse? Or do you, do you think that's the reason why a lot of Marvel's visual effects have looked shitty recently? Because... It says as a as uh, as president of physical and post production visual effects and animation production. Well, she was busier than ever because she was doing this other thing.
1: Like so, so your theory on this is that she was devoting all of her actual like overseeing skill to this other project and not. Like, well, well, think di- of it
2: like
0: this: um, Sega paid a lot of money. You know, Sega Japan paid a lot mm-hmm. of money to gearbox to make their alien colonial marines video game right Mm -hmm. that game came out like shit a lot of people were expecting they were excited for it they pre-ordered it it came out it was the worst game ever released this is by gearbox but very like like not not long before that gearbox had released borderlands and that game came out really fucking good And Sega, I I think even Sega was accusing Gearbox of using the money that they paid them for aliens on their own project, which was Borderlands. I mean, that tracks.
1: I mean, Borderlands had an easier art style, though, I think. Because the whole game looked like comic book cells, essentially.
0: Well, it's got so So shading. But uh, there's a guy on Twitter named Chris Lee. And he said, this is on Twitter. So many VFX sources have told me Victoria Alonso was singularly responsible for Marvel's toxic work environment. A kingmaker who rewarded unquestioning felty with an an avalanche of work, but who also maintained a blacklist that kept FX pros wild-eyed with fear.
1: That sounds like a shitty fucking hostile work environment. No
2: wonder they couldn't do their job.
0: So she held a crazy amount of power, bigfooting all major creative decisions on Marvel movies and shows. Kevin Feige and Victoria Alonso personally approved every single shot. All the visual effects work, which is usually the job of a director or showrunner. Says one tech told me. This is Chris Lee. And he goes on to say, the main one that everyone's quite scared of is Victoria Alonso. Another, another tech said, if she likes you, you're going to get work. And you're going to move up in the industry. If you have pissed her off in any way, you're going to get frozen out. That oh man, dude. Yeah, that that's uh, that's fucking that's fucking toxic, dude.
1: Dude, I've worked with people like that. And yeah, it's fucking terrible. Like you just walk on eggshells all the fucking time because you're worried about keeping this one person happy and they know that they have that power. And that they can say whatever the fuck they want. And your boss is going to side with them. It's fucking bullshit.
0: Well, I'm also getting this from PiratesandPrincesses.net. So it says, Chris Lee has been covering these issues on Vulture for a while. One VFX professional said that Marvel wanted to pay several hundred under his regular rate for twice the number of shots. 18-hour days, 7 days a week for 3 months. He declined, knowing it would cause him to be blacklisted. Another source discussed how Marvel was squeezing the blood out of
1: stones and we're the blood. Yeah, it, it it sounds like there's just this whole subculture there that is really fucking toxic and unhealthy.
0: They had the final say. Not the director, them. You know, because even... Uh, even Kathleen Kennedy is being a pain in the ass to, to some people. Like, apparently, Jean Favreau doesn't like her. Because she's getting in, you know, in his business. Because, you know, Jean Favreau's, like, you know, writing like The Mandalorian. And, like, a lot yeah. of the Star Wars stuff. And, she, and, you know, Kathleen Kennedy is, you know, getting in his business and getting nosy. And he doesn't like it. It's like, late. Disney's got too many power-hungry people, man.
1: Favreau is re- essentially responsible for... The whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, he kicked it off. Like, he, his vision is what, like, created it. And by and large, he's done the same thing with the Star Wars, like, uh, TV series. Like, it's him and Filoni working on Star Wars. Like, the reason that the series are so good and the movies are shit is because <laughs> There's different people in controllable things.
0: Well, here's the thing, John. What do you think? Like, now we got to go to John for this because I know What's he up? watches all the Star Wars stuff. I haven't yeah, watched Andor because I know very recently there have been YouTubers who say Star Wars is dead. It and... feels
2: like it is, or at least the uh, you know, the classic vision of Star Wars. Yeah,
0: because they were saying like you know even Clownfish TV, who's this uh, tied with pirates and princesses, say that George Lucas signed everything over to Disney and had his vision you know the follow up vision and disney was like no throw that in the fucking trash and disney yeah. said everything tied to star wars that's not a movie or the clone wars uh tv show is no longer canon which is yeah. how that, which is how darth revan survived because he was mentioned in the uh, clone wars uh cartoon that's, the, that's that yeah. was the loophole that's how darth revan survived
1: and they left a wealth of excellent stories on the table when they made all the books legend. Did
0: like the there games are, too?
1: S- yeah, there are so many good stories in both of those media.
2: I think they but, did that on purpose just to like force the sequel trilogy down everybody's throat.
0: Well, that and also on comic book sales, because they said all past comic books are no longer canon except for what what comes out current year onward, which is when The Force Awakens came out.
2: Yeah. The only real big changes that I noticed were just uh, involving the dark side of the Sith, because they changed the home world of the Sith. Uh, They tried really hard to get rid of all the other characters that were part of the dark side of the Sith legacy, other than uh, Sidious and Vader. They changed the way that the Sith have their lightsaber crystals, although I don't mind that one too much. I thought that was pretty good creatively. The original when the, was uh, the kyber
0: crystals,
2: yeah. Because originally, the Kyber crystals were produced artificially in a factory and they were made to have more cutting power than the regular Kyber crystals that are found naturally. In the uh, when they decided to make all the other um, expanded universe uh, legends, they changed the way that they get the red crystals, they have to like get an actual Kyber crystal and pour all their hatred into it until the kyber crystal bleeds, and then it becomes a red one.
1: That's actually a pretty cool fucking like bit of storytelling.
2: Yeah, they had a, a comic to go along with it that showed Vader having this sort of vision while he was trying to create his first red kyber crystal, and it's a vision of him having all this remorse for what he did and going to find Obi-Wan and begging him for forgiveness like, on his knees, or, well, what's left of him.
0: <laughs> yeah he's like yeah not the kids that he killed I'm worried I just want Obi-Wan back
2: <laughs> yeah and then when he realizes that that's just the vision that he's having he fucking comes to and then the Kyber crystals like turning from green I can't remember if it was green or blue but it went to red from there
1: well his original Kyber crystal was blue so
2: okay it was probably that one then
1: yeah cause aren't green
0: for the ones who use the force mainly like Yoda
1: uh green is I think the guardian
0: color? I do not believe. Yeah, it I don't was know.
1: There's like it... Guardian Sentinel and like uh I forget what the yellow is.
2: Well, they developed all that lore along the way cuz first it was just the good guys have green, the bad guys have red, then the good guys have green and blue, and then Samuel L. Jackson has a purple one
1: because he wanted to stand out in the fight scenes.
2: I mean, not just that. I mean if if you get
0: offered the part of a Jedi, wouldn't you want your own color, you know?
2: Yeah. Well that's it, it expanded from there and then I guess them getting rid of the expanded universe got rid of all the extra lightsaber colors too.
1: There was also the bit where like Mace Windu channeled like dark side powers, but he was still a Jedi and that's why it's purple. It's like in between red and blue.
2: Yeah, that's his uh fighting style.
0: I, I don't like what Star Wars turned Star Wars turned into. It's dead. Even the second season season of Mandalorian, I was like, I regretted watching it. It was just nothing but
2: side quests. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, and Bad Batch lost all its momentum. I was really enjoying yeah. that one too.
1: Yeah, I think I lost interest about midway through that. I never finished it.
2: And I just haven't even tried to watch Andor.
1: I I actually really enjoyed Andor.
2: I was really looking forward to The Acolyte, but they don't have a time frame for that one yet. If that even is going to come out, they might have canceled it knowing the way things are going. Well,
0: speaking of Star Wars, since we're here, might as well stick with it. Star Wars screenwriters, this is from Gizmodo, Star Wars screenwriters exit only days after delivering their scripts. They did like a
1: drop and dip?
0: What the fuck? This is uh, Damon Lindelof, or Lindelof and Justin mm-hmm. Burton Gibson are no longer working for Star Wars after handing in a script for Miss Marvel's Charmaine Obadele's untitled movie.
1: Okay, well, Lindelof's no huge loss. He's like closely associated with Kurtzman and Orsi. Like those three work together on a lot of shit.
2: Whoever this person is, directed two episodes of Miss Marvel. Man, that series wasn't even that good. Well, the production of that
0: is not supposed to start until early 2024. And the release date is slated for December 19th, 2025. You know, speaking of, uh, of you know, Star Wars, you know, people leaving, uh, Ryan Johnson's trilogy is no longer going to be
1: a thing, apparently. Yeah, no, he lost that shit. I don't know why people,
0: I don't know why the people at Disney were like, yeah, let's, we'll give you a trilogy. They were really banking on just, yeah, what, what he's going to do for us on The Last Jedi. It's going to go a long way. Only for it to be redone on was it the the right the last Skywalker the dude, I don't even know what the fucking last one is called.
1: It was Rise of Skywalker.
0: Man, it's terrible, dude.
1: Yeah, no. Like, if they had just leaned into what he was doing, they could have made a good third movie. But they fucking abandoned it because of unpopularity with fans. They tried to, like, retcon a bunch of shit, and it just didn't work. Like, you could tell even some of the actors in that third movie were like, okay, whatever, this is happening now. Like, <laughs> they weren't even, the actors weren't even buying in. Uh, mainly Oscar Isaac. He's just like, somehow Palpatine's come back.
0: Well, and also that yeah. Disney's ditching a lot of the plans they had for just, you know, Disney+. Plus. You know a lot of Star Wars and Marvel stuff. They're they're ditching it. I'm not surprised. Well, because they were just releasing too much shit. They they just really wanted people to subscribe to Disney Yeah,
1: and they focused on quantity over quality.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's the best way to put it.
1: Yeah, uh, the best way I've ever heard that differentiation is uh,
2: quantity not... is
1: something. Quantity is something you can count. Quality is something you can count on. Well, I mean, Disney don't fucking care.
0: Disney yeah. don't care about your fortune cookies, Robert. They're just
1: trying to put asses in seats.
0: Yeah, it's terrible. And then also they're uh, they're canceling their uh, Indiana Jones series. Well, it may be canceled. I mean, they already canceled Willow. Well, what was Willow on? Because that, that that's a Lucas production. Yeah, um, Disney, Disney or HBO. But yeah, that's that's done. Um, Wait,
1: did they ever even come out with the first season, or did they just, like, <laughs> yes. and kick the whole thing?
0: <laughs> yes, there, there's an actual season of Willow.
1: <laughs> really? Okay, I have to
2: look into that. Yeah, and it done it Like, they did Swamp Thing, where they, they had the whole first season shot, and then they canceled it before they released all of it.
0: I mean, what, what, what sucks, too, is, like, I mean, I'm not, I, I know I'm not alone on this, but I, I never wanted a Willow TV show or a sequel. I didn't care, especially no. since Val Kilmer can't do it anymore. Like Val Kilmer was the only reason to watch it. What was it Matt Mortigan? Mardigan. Matt Mardigan? Yeah. He was the only reason to watch it. He was fucking cool, but that's it.
1: Yeah, it's like if if you want to give Warwick Davis work, come up with a new IP.
0: That's it. Willow sucked. I don't care who disagrees. It, it just sucked. A, a Willow TV show. Was the last thing anyone was fucking asking? Anyone was asking for?
1: Yeah, I don't think anyone was actually asking for that. Like, just let our classics be classics. God damn it!
0: You're giving it too much credit, bro. But anyways, yeah. Um, how is Willow not a classic? It's not. It's trash. But apparently, there's a there's a new thing that Indiana Jones TV series is gonna get canceled because you know they uh. They, they saw what happened with the Willow show. So now Lucasfilm is, like, you know, rethinking it.
2: Yeah, but Willow didn't have a really popular trilogy of movies to, you know, make more content off of.
0: Oh, well, this is from Game Rant. This is It's now been rumored that the upcoming Indiana Jones series planned by Lucasfilm has now been shelved for the time being following the commercial and critical failure of the Willow series that came out on the streaming service towards the end of the last year. The decision was reportedly made after Lucasfilm was told to shift its focus.
1: Hopefully they shifted their focus to actually making quality shit.
0: Well, this is here on the YouTube show, The Hot Mike. Jeff Snyder gave the whole scoop on what was happening. He said, I'm told that the Ravenwood Indiana Jones series at Lucasfilm is dead. And I'm told that Disney told Lucasfilm, you're only making Star Wars stuff from now on. Mrs. Snyder reported, they canceled Willow, they have Indiana Jones 5 coming out, but you tell me, does that feel like one of the biggest movies of the summer, you know, when people are talking about Oppenheimer, and Barbie, and Fast X, does that feel like one of the biggest movies of the summer? No, it doesn't. We're
1: just basically gonna see, like, a D.H. Terrace and Ford cgi into into, like, most of the movie.
0: Dude, that first trailer that, they the released? Dude, that first trailer they released when they show him on the fucking horse, that is bad CGI,
1: dude. No, it really is. Like, it, it, it's just... Uh, I mean, after Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I'm going to have problems going to see any Indiana Jones movie.
0: They should have left The Last Crusade as that, dude. The last one. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. it was the perfect trilogy. Like, the last, uh, The Last Crusade was... Just a really good movie.
0: It was fun. That's the thing. It was a fun movie.
1: Exactly. Like, it was fun. Like, the visual effects were not great in that movie. But it worked. Because, well, basically because they brought back, you know, Indiana Jones fighting the Nazis. He got,
0: got, wait, isn't that the one where he got Hitler's autograph?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he got Hitler's autograph in his dad's grail diary. He's secretly happy about it. Yeah. like, yes. Add this to the collection. <laughs>
0: of autographs or what?
1: <laughs> the collection of Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> He's got a Hitler Youth knife, too.
0: Who Indiana Jones?
1: It was a joke, but well,
0: yeah. Like, you're taking this Nazi thing a little too far, Robert.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's it called? Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny? <sighs> june 30th man that's i can't believe it's already coming out
1: it's a long way off like they've been making this movie for like four years what the fuck tell harrison ford to stop flying planes and shit
2: i was about to say didn't he crash a helicopter or something
0: no tell harrison ford to stop saying yes whenever they ask him to do something (laughs) you know like like there's other people out there, certain YouTubers who are like, "Oh, you can tell he looks mad. He doesn't want to do it." No, shut the fuck up, because he keeps saying yes all the time. Harrison Ford just needs to stop making fucking movies. He yeah, needs to, he needs to stop. Like seriously, just fucking stop.
1: And they did the whole bit where they they had the opportunity to like pass the torch to like Indiana Jones's son in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and then he's like, "Nope, I'm keeping this hat." Like, Fuck, man! Let somebody
0: go. Shia LaBeouf's too crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: No, like when Shia LaBeouf did his whole "he will not divide us" thing, he was really talking about Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh, that's great. I don't know. I'm done with Disney. I really am. I- I'm. I'm just fucking through with Disney. They they should have never. I mean, yeah, Phase One and Two were cool. So.
1: I'm glad they were able to do that. But it's like they ran out of ideas and they just started watering shit down. That's sad. It's kind of upsetting. It's like watching your entire childhood get deconstructed and diluted into just, like, mindless consumerism. That's sad. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that down note... (laughs) We're going to end it here.
0: Bye!